Hey, what's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 190 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. We're only 10 episodes away from episode 200. How amazing is that? I'm just so thankful for all of you who have spent time to listen to the show, whether it's one show, this show, or many shows. I know some of you who have listened to all of them, and you're all amazing. Thank you so much. Now, before we get to today's question from Phoenix, we're going to get to today's sponsor. I want to thank FreshBooks.com. FreshBooks, for those of you who don't know, is the easy cloud accounting solution helping millions of small business owners, including myself, save time with invoicing and getting paid faster. You can try FreshBooks right now for free. If you go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the how did you hear about us section, uh, you can get a free trial. So it's not just for invoicing, but for keeping track of money coming in, money going out. And, you know, tax season is coming up. I mean, it's October now, but April's coming up very soon. It's just going to make your life so much easier come tax time. So again, if you go to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the how did you hear about us section, you can get that free trial. Now let's get to today's question from Phoenix. Hey, Pat, this is Phoenix from thetattoodtrade.com. Thanks for everything you're doing on SPI and Ask Pat. My question is around, is blogging over? So I was reading an article today on September 3rd, 2014 by Single Dad Laughing, a really great blog I follow. He talks about how Facebook is structuring their like system that it makes it very difficult to post your um, article and then get the likes or it doesn't get to the right news feeds. He also talks about how advertising has become very difficult because everyone is on mobile or tablets and you don't make as much money. Do you agree that blogging is over? Do you believe that um, there is no way to deliver useful content via the web? Or is has it gone completely to mobile and tablet? Anyway, thanks for all your help and I hope to hear from you. Bye-bye. Hey, Phoenix, thanks so much. I love the name and I uh, appreciate the question. I think this is really interesting because a lot of people, every year, everybody everybody says everything is dead, right? We always hear, oh, email is dead or you know, Facebook's dead or Twitter is dying and blogging is dead and we hear this every year. How could it be dying every year? Uh, it's, it's not. Blogging is not over. I think um, the idea of putting up a blog and just having everything happen immediately after that uh, is dead. That, that that is definitely dead. Just kind of building it and expecting people to come to your blog. That's you, there's gonna got to be some work involved. So that is what is over. Back in the day when when we first started out, even then it wasn't so much as you just put up a blog and you'd get more traffic. But there was a lot less competition. It, you know, everything was still pretty new. But now we're at a point where really the cream has to rise to the top, or it is rising to the top. So blogging is not over. And let me go over each of those points that you made really quick, uh, Phoenix, about what this person said about um, you know, in this article that. You, that you were referencing, uh, Facebook's, Facebook, right? Likes and, and you know getting shown in the newsfeed. Yes, that is absolutely true. It's so much harder now than it was when, you know, even a year ago or two years ago to be found in people's newsfeeds when you post something onto your page. So for example, when you post a status update, your fans, only about 5% of those people will see it, if that, maybe three to five. And that that's pretty crazy when you think about it, all the people who have liked your page who have pretty much said hey I like your content I would love to see it in my news feed it only shows to three percent of them and you know that percentage can change as you increase engagement and authority on Facebook you know what they call the, your edge rank score 
the smart passive income Facebook page has done pretty well. It gets about a a twenty percent um, engagement factor, uh, but even then, that's I mean twenty that that's one out of every five people see those posts. And then sometimes those posts go viral, and that will help more people find it. But still, that that's crazy. And yes, it's getting harder and harder to just write a blog post and then post a link to it on Facebook and having a, a, you know expect a huge amount of traffic. I will say, however, that Facebook still is the number one referring website for smart passive income. Uh, it is every day, um, but that took a lot of work to make that happen. And I wouldn't rely on Facebook just for traffic. You gotta reach out. I would do guest posting. I would do other types of mediums like video and blog, or excuse me, guest blogging um, and and podcasting. That those types of things will help you get in front of audiences who may never find you otherwise with just a blog. And um, yeah, so. Facebook's getting a lot tougher, but that doesn't mean you still shouldn't use it. I would still engage with your audience on Facebook and the people who do see your newsfeed. If you're delivering value, that's going to be useful for them and it's going to get traffic back to your site. And of course, there are different strategies like using images and you know telling stories on Facebook that are going to help you get more engagement and more shares and more people finding that and liking your page and eventually having more things found in uh, people's newsfeeds of yours. Now, in terms of advertising, um, you know, I, I've, I've heard and I've, I've witnessed myself with some of my websites that advertising is getting a little bit more difficult on websites. But I don't really think it's getting more difficult because of mobile per se. I think mobile is is gaining on us faster than we can realize. I think that's what the problem is. And let me, t- let me give you some interesting statistics. So if, for instance, you have advertising on your website and, you know, people who come to your website if they're having a good experience, they'll go through the site and they might see an ad and click it and you get paid for that advertisement. However, if they're coming on mobile, that experience is going to be completely different, especially if your site isn't mobile optimized. It, does, it's, it doesn't provide a user-friendly experience when people come on the site. They're not going to see those ads. Some ad providers don't have mobile-friendly advertisements you know, or responsive ads, so that, that takes that away. So think about this. All right, here are some specific numbers from my own sites. So securityguardtraininghq.com, 38% of the visitors to that site are coming from a mobile device, you know, a cell phone or a tablet. Uh, Let's see, 43% on foodtrucker.com. That is huge, almost one out of every two people. That is is mind-blowing. So if I'm not giving a good experience to those mobile users, I've pretty much cut out half of my my advertising potential, if that makes sense. But not just advertising. I mean, that's the thing, I think, Phoenix, with what you're saying, this person is potentially just making money through advertising, but whether somebody comes on mobile or views through their desktop, there's always an opportunity to provide a good experience. There's always an opportunity to get people into your email list and then put them into a funnel to sell something. So if advertising may not be working for you or this other person, uh, I would definitely think about how you can drive them through, you know, a sales process the moment they come on your site. You know, first establish that relationship and that trust, of course, and get them onto your email list, but then you can provide them more information and then help lead them to some sort of sale. And on smartpassiveincome.com, 30%, that's that's the lowest percentage of, of the bunch of those sites there, 30% of the people come and visit through mobile. But that's 100,000 visitors a month. That's a lot. So you got to be thinking about mobile, and I think that's why a lot of people are seeing sort of a, a decline in their advertising revenue and even their their product revenue because they're not catering to those mobile visitors. 
uh, I think it was Greg Hickman from Mobile Mix who said that, uh, you know, if somebody comes on your site and doesn't have a good experience through mobile, there's like a 10% chance they'll come back. I don't know what the exact number is, but it's very, very unlikely that somebody will come back if they've had a bad experience on your website. So there you go. So back to blogging and my, my final thoughts about that. It is not over. It's not going away anytime soon. Yes, there are other mediums coming on board to sort of round out the user experience through your site through different types of content, audio, video, but the the written content is still extremely important. I mean, for foodtrucker.com over the last year, we've been pouring content into that and uh, it's getting found on search engines now in the in on the first page for many relevant keywords for people looking to start a food truck and how to enhance their their food truck that they have. And it's now making sales. Over the last two months, it's grossed about $5,000. And that was a result of blogging. There's also a podcast to go along with it, but the numbers are very small compared to how many people are visiting and finding us through the written content on foodtrucker.com. So definitely, definitely not over. I would make sure that it is a crucial core component of your brand. And in terms of what kind of content to blog about, you really have to know and understand what your audience is looking for answers about. You know, what are their problems, pains, and issues, needs, and wants? And how can you, through written content, provide those solutions or provide those answers? That's how you're going to gain that trust. That's how you're going to get people into your email list and eventually get them down some sort of sales funnel, perhaps, or clicking on affiliate links. Blogging is definitely not over, but we do have to be smarter about how we go about doing it and see how we might be able to add other components to our blog, to our core to expand our brand, expand our reach, and increase our authority. So Phoenix, thank you so much for the question. Fantastic, thank you. And uh, an Ask Pat t-shirt is gonna be headed your way. Best of luck to you. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. Uh, Many questions coming in every day. Great questions, actually, and I'm getting to them as fast as I can. Uh, Love you guys. I mean, the show would obviously not be around if it wasn't for you asking questions. So thank you, all of you. And uh, I also want to thank today's sponsor again once more, which is FreshBooks.com. I wish I knew about FreshBooks when I was starting out. I uh, remember doing all the financials and you know bookkeeping myself with Excel, and uh, it just became this huge headache. Eventually, I you know hired somebody, and even then, they recommended that I keep track of things through FreshBooks, and so I've been very happy with it. And if you have any clients, say for example, you're doing consulting or you're a coach, it makes it really easy to get your invoicing done. So check it out. Head on over to getfreshbooks.com and enter Ask Pat in the How Did You Hear About Us section for a free trial. And finally, I'd love to end with a quote, and today's quote is from Seth Godin, and he says, people rarely buy what they need. They buy what they want. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.